On and off the field, women in sports are inspiring and motivating others to be the best versions of themselves, rewriting the rules and changing the game. This is the On Her Turf podcast, hosted by Katherine Tappen. Welcome to the On Her Turf podcast. I'm Katherine Tappen. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Today we are chatting with Simone Biles, a four-time Olympic gold medalist and one-time Olympic bronze medalist in gymnastics, all captured at the 2016 Rio Olympic Games. Among a long list of accomplishments, Simone also owns the most world championship gold medals by any female gymnast in history. That number is 10. She also became the first woman gymnast to win three consecutive world all-around titles. Well, there you have it. Four-time world all-around champion. No, no doubt about it. You're calling it right now. Absolutely. Hands down. There's not even a question. Just prove to everybody why she is the best in the world. Simone, thanks so much for joining us. I know we only have you for a short time today, so I'm, I'm just going to get right to it. You've received such high praises from peers and Olympic legends alike who have referred to you as the most talented gymnast of all time. When you hear that, what is the first thing that you think of? Um, it's still insane because there were previous gymnasts before me that have set the bar pretty high that we've had to uphold and go after that. So it's, it's honestly a huge honor. When you think about all the gymnasts that have come before you and those who have taught you throughout your career, who has influenced you the most? Ooh, I had a couple. Some of my favorites were Alicia Sacramoni and Allie Raisman. Um, they were huge inspirations for me, and I wanted to be just like them. What about them? Like, what was it? Was it their, their training regimen, their discipline, their leadership? You know, what kind of characteristics did was it that really piqued your interest with those gymnasts? It was the power that they had. It was the confidence they exuded whenever they were doing their gymnastics. Um, it was basically everything about them that I love. <laughs> you and your younger sister, um, is it Adria? Is that how you say her name? Yes. So you both were adopted at a very young age and you grew up in Spring, Texas. Take me back to your childhood and what kind of opportunities your adoptive parents of Ron and Nellie provided for you? Yes, they've actually given us the world They created an opening for us that we would have never had through the foster care system. So we're very blessed to have family to take us in and be adopted by them. And it's been great, but the path wasn't necessarily so easy. But once we were adopted, it was kind of a breeze. And it's been the best thing that's ever happened to us. We can't thank them enough. And we love our family. What kind of values, um, when you think back to your childhood and, you know, maybe times you were disciplined or times that, you know, they told you you couldn't do something because it was for your best benefit, but what kind of values did they instill in you in those young early years for you and your sister? Yes, they always taught us to go big, do what we want, do it with 100% effort or not at all. They've also taught us discipline. They've taught us goal setting. They've really taught us everything that we would need to become great young adults, and I think it's helped very well. Did you play other sports growing up as well, Simone? I've actually never tried any other sport besides gymnastics. Gymnastics was the very first sport that I tried, and I just stuck with it. Well, it was a good idea to stick with it. You've been (laughs) tremendous at it, one of the very, very best we've ever seen. When you think about growing up as an athlete, how did sports influence you as a person, not so much on the mat, but off the mat with the relationships that you have in your life and the encouragement that you have on a, on a day in and day out basis? 
it's made me who I am today, a hard worker, a team person as well. Um, it's taught me confidence. It's taught me a lot about myself. So I can't thank sports enough. I've been having the opportunity to be in sports because these days it's definitely not cheap to be in sports. Did you ever want to do anything else? Did you ever have an interest in any of the other sports that were going on around you? I think I fell um, in love with gymnastics. So I never really wanted to try anything else. And I just loved it so much that there was never a thought of, oh, maybe I should try another sport. I was just, it was live, eat, breathe gymnastics. I was obsessed with it. Well, you still do just that, live, eat, breathe gymnastics. You're training over 35 hours per week. What do you like to do in the wee little spare time that you have when you have a moment to yourself? It depends. Sometimes I really like to take in the weekends after my Saturday practice to relax and catch up with my friends, my family, go see them and just kind of have chill nights. But then sometimes we like to go bowling, go to the movies, go out. We have like a waterway over here. We like to go out. But other than that, it's usually just chill nights. Are you really competitive when you go bowling? No, not necessarily because I figure you can only be so good at so few things. And it was <laughs> definitely gymnastic. So Simone, you have 19 medals. 14 of them are gold. Where do you keep them all? They're actually in a safe. My mom has them. Um, my mom makes me put them in a safe. So yeah. Do do any of yeah that's a that's a good place for them do you is there one or two that stand out more to you or that mean more to you well recently at the world championship i got a bar medal and that is probably one of my favorites as well as the olympic beam medal just because i made a mistake and i i have to keep going and i have to fight through the routine and not a lot of people acknowledge that medal but it's one of my favorites because i feel like i didn't give up in that moment and i feel like maybe i shouldn't have got that medal because i made such a big mistake but since my star value was high it's still kind of special to me Gloria hernandez there can celebrate a silver and amazingly simone biles hangs on with her 14.733 to take the bronze where do you get that inner drive, that inner confidence when you know that maybe something hasn't gone as well as you thought during the routine, but you know you have to power through it? What, go, what do you tell yourself in those moments? It's hard, but you just try to turn the page and go back to what you do in training. And that's what we try to do. So, Simone, take me through what the world looks like for those few seconds that you are flying through the air and we have the advantage of watching it on a TV screen, but you are doing flips. You're looking at the entire stadium that you're in or the venue that you're in from upside down what is that like for you it's very different but it's it's exhilarating like I love the crowd I love competing but it can also be very intimidating and very nerve-wracking so you just have to find ways to calm your nerves but other than that I I live for the thrill of competing forget 15 she's up there 16 15.966 to easily take the lead by over a point. We believed coming into Rio that Simone could win five Olympic gold medals. She stumbled yesterday on beam, but that one just about perfect. Well, there was a recent wonderful article that came out on you regarding you being the most dominant athlete of 2018. And in it, I read that you're still afraid of the bars, which really was amazing to me. And I, I couldn't even grasp uh, what that's like. But is that really true? Is there is there are there is that are you afraid of the bars? Sometimes the bars can be scary and it, you just try to live through it and 
try not to be afraid of them. I mean, I don't think it's very logical that you swing by your arms, but, you know, it works for some of us. Can you try and explain to someone how you train the way you do? How do you possibly not get, you know, seriously injured to be able to pull off what you're doing with your body? What is your training regimen like to enable you to do that? I mean, at the end of the day, it does come down to a lot of training and you have to believe in yourself and what your coaches are telling you. But you try not to think about getting injured because then you'd probably get injured. So you definitely you don't have a fear of that at this point. No, not necessarily. I don't really think about getting injured because that's when that stuff kind of happens and you start to doubt your skills and your gymnastics. And then that's when injuries happen. Simone, you mentioned the women that you looked up to growing up and the gymnasts who really inspired you and some of whom are your current and former teammates. I want to flip it on you a little bit here. What advice do you share with young girls who look up to you the way you admired those women who came before you? I would say to always have your goals written down so that you know exactly what you want to do when you want to do it and to just not give up. I mean, there are going to be hard days, but you have to push through those hard days to see the light at the end of the tunnel, I feel like. You wrote a book, Courage to Soar. Uh, in it, you speak a lot about your faith and your family and how both have really helped you to achieve such great success. But you also describe the daily acts of courage that, in your words, led to the unlikeliest of dreams. And we've seen those dreams come true for you. Can you tell us some of those acts of courage that you speak about? I feel like you always have to overcome fears in your sport, overcome injuries, and you really have to go after whatever you want. And I also had to give up a lot of sacrifices, which most kids get to go to uh, public school, but I had to choose homeschooling and then never going to any school dances and stuff like that. What was that like for you when you were homeschooled? Uh, Who was teaching you in those moments? So I had a private teacher and she was qualified and everything. So it was fine. But one year I got to be with my sister and the rest of the year, I was basically by myself, but it also kept me on track just because I went out of town a lot. So I could take my score with me or do whatever I needed to stay on track so that it was easier. Was it hard for you to, you know, know that some of your friends were in classroom settings and making new friends and they had lots of different teachers and and you had to follow a different path in order to achieve your dreams? Was that a little bit hard for you at times? In the beginning, yes. But then I knew why I was doing it and what I was doing it for. So it became easier. But the first year, my freshman year was really tough. Simone, it just sounds so much like you. I mean, you really, you've had to sacrifice so much to achieve where you're at, but you have no regrets from what I can gather. Would that be an accurate description? Mm-hmm. I would say that's accurate. <laughs> can you talk to me a little bit about, um, you know, your goals going forward? Obviously, all eyes are on 2020 in Tokyo. Where are your eyes right now every day? Right now, it's usually upcoming events. So I know I compete here again fairly soon in the new year. So we'll... At the beginning of the year, I'll write down my goals, but for now, it's just to stay healthy and then start competing early of March, hopefully. We'll see. And you travel a lot for those competitions, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So tell me a little bit, you know, you're packing your travel bag. You've got things you need to bring with you. Obviously, the equipment aside, what are some of the items that you take with you personally that you enjoy to travel with? Honestly, I you can't pack too, too much, but I usually have like a set of headphones and like my iPad and stuff like that, sometimes a book, but nothing too crazy because our bags are already so stuck. <laughs> what kind of books do you like to read? Honestly, I don't read that much, but lately it's been like inspirational stuff. So it just depends. So you're com- when you're competing in the, in the Summer Olympic Games, you don't have much opportunities to see other athletes compete, but you probably do get a chance to watch the Winter Olympics. Uh, are there any favorite winter sports that you like to keep an eye on? Yeah, I actually like ice skating a lot. 
And then the snowboarding and skiing is always interesting. Do you find the ice skating, I mean, that's very similar, I would say, to gymnastics in the sense of the routine, the dance routine, the timing, all of that? Is that um, something, maybe a reason why you like to watch ice skating? I think so, but I also think it's very elegant and beautiful to watch, and I think that's what draws my attention to it. Simone, when you look back at all of your accomplishments and the things that you've been able to do in your life and to travel the world and to meet so many amazing people, have you had a chance to reflect on that? You're so young and yet you've achieved so much so far. Have you been able to gain perspective on where you're at right now with your career? Um, Honestly, not too much because everything happens so quickly and then you go to the next thing and the next thing that you don't really have time to reflect on it. Where do you want to see USA Gymnastics go from here, from this point we're at? Hopefully in a positive direction. Yeah. What about you personally? When you're done, you know, years and years and years from now, when you're done and gymnastics and competition is over with for you, what do you want to see your life look like? What do you want to do? It depends. I have a couple of options, but I try not to think too far ahead, um, get too far ahead of myself. So I try to focus on gymnastics and Wherever that leads me, I guess we'll have to see. Are there other athletes in other sports that you, uh, you know, you like to watch or, you, you know, you, you're starstruck by perhaps? I mean, uh, you know, there's so many tremendous athletes that are role models for all of us, really. And you're an athlete. Uh, anybody that stands out in particular? Serena Williams is a huge inspiration. And if she's on, sometimes we'll catch it. But most of the time, I'm like either resting or at gym when everything happens. So I don't really have time to watch other sports. Have you had a chance to meet Serena by any chance? I have, actually, yes. She's very sweet. Yeah, what was that like for you? Because sometimes when we meet somebody that we look up to so much, we're either starstruck or a little nervous. Um, Take me through that moment when you had the opportunity to meet her. Honestly, I can't tell you remember. I can't remember when I met her, but I did meet her after 2016. I met so many people that you don't have time to, like, think about it. I can't even remember. I think it was at uh, the VMAs. Ooh, that's a good spot to meet her. (laughs) Yeah, it was in the back. It was really quick, though. And then I think I met her another time, and I've met her sister. But they're always such quick interactions. You don't really have time for anything. You've had such an opportunity to go to so many great events. You mentioned the VMAs. What's been your favorite so far? The Golden Globes were a lot of fun. Well, Simone, we've appreciated you taking the time to join us, and we wish you the best of luck going forward. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Thank you. You know, before I let you guys go today on the On Her Turf podcast, speaking with Simone today, it reminded me of something that regardless of age, hard work and determination coupled with dreaming big can lead you to greatness, not just in athletics, but in life. So we thank Simone for sharing that with us. And we also hope that you feel inspired and empowered to go out there and do great things with your life. With that, I'd like to leave you with a quote that really resonated with me from Simone's book, Courage to Soar, A Body in Motion, A Life in Balance. She says, I wanted every child, regardless of race, to be able to look at my world's win and say, I can dream big too. I wanted them to know that following your dreams, not just in gymnastics, but in everything, shouldn't have anything to do with the color of your skin. It should only be about finding the discipline and the courage to do the hard work. This has been her destiny all along. Thanks again for listening to the On Her Turf podcast. And don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram at On Her Turf. You can hear more episodes of On Her Turf wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Have a great day, everyone, and we'll see you next time.